0: The Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. On Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ. They are all trading lower right now. And this update is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. Now, right over to the first word, breaking news. Down for today's afternoon call, and here's Bill
2: Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. Stocks are under pressure again today with the Dow currently down 152 points, s and dropped 17, and NASDAQ falls 43. The small cap 600 is down 7 points, and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.59%. European markets were also under pressure today with Germany falling 2.2% as Deutsche Bank fell to a record low. Back in the U.S., 10 out of eleven and S&P sectors are lower, led by losses in financials, health care, and consumer discretionary. Only real estate gained. Dow Transports dropped 15, utilities fall point, Nasdaq sink 36, and the VIX is higher by 17%. Leaders to the downside in the Dow included J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and Pfizer, with fractional gains in Procter and Gamble and Apple, and finally, in other news, Disney is said to be working on a potential Twitter bid. Disney is currently down one point six percent. Live from the first to breaking news desk, on Bill Maloney, Charlie. All right, thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And again,
0: recapping S and P down seventeen, a drop of eight tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. We are broadcasting live from Midtown Manhattan from the offices of Eisner Amper, where they are all preparing for their fourth annual real estate private equity summit. It takes place at Pier 60 this Wednesday, the 28th. Pier 60, of course, uh, down uh, at the Chelsea Piers, and that an example of a original use that uh, has been supplanted by a more modern use for real estate. And here to tell us about the modern world of real estate is Charles Weinstein. He is the uh, chief executive officer of Eisner Amper, and he joins us now. Thank you very much for hosting us here.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: Tell let's uh, let let's talk about um, sort of the role of Eisner Amper and real estate. Many people may not know that you have a practice that involves not only sort of managing real estate, but also managing investments in real estate and helping people understand what is appropriate uh, for,
3: uh, for their businesses. Tell us about Eisner Amper's involvement. Sure. You can think of Eisner Amper as a resource for the real estate community. So providing advice, providing tax advice, deal structuring advice, and perhaps most importantly, you could think of Eisner Amper as a connector in the real estate community and helping facilitate transactions. And that's a, a big part of the conference of our real estate summit that we're hosting on Wednesday.
1: So what does it take to compete? You're, you're a company, you, you're, you're growing, you're expanding. What does it take to uh, compete? Isn't there a lot, of, a lot of other people who want to grab some of the same business you do?
3: Competition is fierce. Competing is all about people and resources. Eisner Amper has great people. And great resources, and that that is really what helps us compete in the marketplace. Folks like Harry Dublinsky and Lisa Nee and Ken Weisenberg, just so well connected in the community, helping our clients connect amongst themselves. like so great people coming up at the
0: actual event. You've got Sam Zell on Wednesday. Uh, just give
3: people a little flavor of uh, what you think Sam Zell might might say. <laughs> well, yeah. well, great okay. people indeed, and I would not even venture a guess at what <laughs> Sam Zell might say. So we'll is we'll he, leave is, that for all the regarded, conference he, attendees. But he
0: is is he re- as regarded in the real estate industry by real estate professionals as he is from outside investors from outside the industry?
3: Absolutely, he is uh, someone who's uh, amazingly well respected and uh, um, ahead of the curve at every curve. And he is
1: certainly known for being outspoken, like someone who's going to be speaking on the national stage tonight, Donald Trump. And the reason I bring up the debate, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, is because you guys specialize in taxes, you know, prospects for tax reform. I won't pin you down on the two candidates if you don't want to be pinned down, but what are you hoping for? What are you worrying about when it comes to tax reform, Charlie?
3: So uh, tax reform is good for accountants. Uh, anytime there's a change in tax laws or a prospective change in tax laws, our clients have a a desperate need for us to help and advise them. So tax reform is good. I'm unsure what tax reform we're going to get, and we'll have to wait and see what this election result is going to be. But uh, certainly going to impact the markets, and in particular could impact the real estate markets. If we see that there are potential increases in tax rates, you may see a significant acceleration in transactions.
0: Well, I'm just noting from
3: many of the bios
0: of the people that will be attending your event, you got the chief investment officer, managing director for the real estate group of Goldman Sachs, for, for example. Yes. Tell us about some of the other people that we're going to be able to look forward to hearing from. So
3: one of the things, sticking to the political theme, is we have what will be a candidate for New York City mayor. Uh, Mr. Massey uh, will be uh, a candidate for the mayor and will be uh, interviewed by Catherine Wilde, who is the CEO of the Partnership for New York. So we could have some very exciting things come out of our conference on Wednesday.
1: What about FinTech and all the things happening on that side, peer-to-peer lending, et cetera? How does that affect you? Does it help your business? Does it hurt your business?
3: FinTech is great for New York City. So, FinTech is just another area of growth. Job growth in New York City has been really strong, uh, led by certainly by FinTech and, and uh, the technology space in New York. Um, so, we've been strong, and those are practice areas for us where we also have great expertise. So, the firm goes beyond real estate in many ways. The financial services industry is our largest segment. Technology is our second largest segment inside the firm. Is
0: it uh, ever going to get easier to do your taxes?
3: My wife does my taxes. You're lucky. So for me, it's easy.
0: That is easy.
1: Well (laughs) done. Quick final uh, comment on advice to anybody who wants to get into this industry, into this business, Charlie?
3: Um, Which business?
1: Oh, real estate, (laughs) taxes, Eisner, (laughs) Empire?
3: All the above. So, um, it's always a good time. My view is it's always a good time to go into any business. Quite frankly, there are always opportunities to exploit. There are always weaknesses in the marketplace. I'm always bullish on entrepreneurship.
1: And he's must must be working for him, Charles Weinstein. He's Chief Executive Officer Eisner Amper LLP. We're broadcasting live, in fact, from his offices here in Midtown Manhattan, ahead of the annual real estate private equity summit this Wednesday for.
0: Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by New York Presbyterian Lower Manhattan Hospital, located at 170 William Street. It's part of the number one hospital in New York. Learn more at nyp.org slash lower Manhattan.
4: Osage County, Oklahoma is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie is based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders when white men poured into Osage County and killed Osage people for their oil wealth. I'm Rachel adams Heard, the host of in Trust, a podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartMedia. For over a year, I was reporting a different story about other ways white people got Osage land and wealth and how a prominent ranching family in Osage County became one of the biggest landowners here.